Welcome back to Still Single, hosted by Rob Moore, Jordan Kahana, and Alex Weber. We're three best friends all in our mid-30s. We're definitely still fucking single. Sit back, relax, pour yourself a nice glass of uh, chocolate milk. Yeah, like a nice, a nice cold glass of milk on these hot, hot, hot days. And join us as we navigate being still single. Today's love story is called The Game. We're doing about a hundred downloads a day. That's amazing. That's really amazing. It's really amazing. Um, That's so consistent. That's like a hundred downloads. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. What happened? My light just fell over. Rob, please include this in the episode. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to Still Single. Uh, I'm your host, uh, joined by Alex Weber and Jordan Connor. Give a play-by-play, play, yeah. I need this episode so bad today. Like, I, I drove home from Venice, and I am just a sleepy, sleepy bear. Wait, what happened like, in Venice? I had, a, I had a date, and it went well, and I'm, you know... But September 1st, guys, it's September 1 right now. So I'm going 30 days, no dates. I'm just doing it. Let's, because the rules felt very fluid. Can we just unpack these rules again for what the, the... rules, the rules are not fluid. They're, they're precisely what I said. I'm, I'm not going to date anyone for 30 days. I need to take a cleanse. So not even if you've gone on a date before with them. I've, de- I deleted the dating apps. Not if I've gone on a date with them before. I need to just focus on Bobby this this month. Okay. Okay, man. That's great. There's so there's the, thirty days. There's 30 a lot days. happening with your with your movie too. So that's good stuff. And last time you did that cleanse. Yeah. Yeah. The last happened. time I did the cleanse, it, like I launched the TikTok. I kind of found a way to deal with the lonely feelings without having to like you know. Press that's good you know, gas pedal on all the dating apps. So I, I feel like, I feel like it's good. I feel like it's a good idea. What it's, do you guys think about this? I think it's, I, I think it's a really, listen, you putting that time and energy into exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. I'm laughing for about, I'm about to ask you, but in terms <laughs> of just responding to what, that's a beautiful thing, man. You being okay with loneliness, you being upset. If you're upset, happy, happy, finding time with Leia, productive things. It's awesome. Now we're seven days in. <laughs> I hold on. And you go, hold on, hold on. Okay, I have a sorry, hypothetical sorry. for you. I have a hypothetical. Yeah. Okay. You have a premiere of your movie, right? Yeah. Written, starring Rob Moore. Yeah. And someone comes up to you after you. And uh-huh. it's a beautiful woman. And she says, Rob, that was amazing. And I would love to get a cup of coffee with you and learn more about you. Uh-huh. Do you, what do you, do you say that sounds great? And I will see you in 24 days. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, yeah, I think I would, I would take her number. I would, you know, I would just say, look, we can get a coffee in October. I need, I need to focus on my work for September and I'm going to, I want you guys to hold me to this. Like I I'm serious, like 30 days. It's a cleanse. It's good. Yeah. I know it's good. You know what would be a, a pretty solid power move is if you like literally became pen pals with someone. 
like literally writing letters, like physical yes. letters, uh-huh. like the notebook, like the notebook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's our time frame in this? Three minutes. Oh in. my god, we're three minutes in, and we've already yeah. talked about the notebook. I yeah, I guess um, the the real reason behind it is I noticed that with the dating apps, I was swiping kind of addictively. And I was just like, mm. okay, I'm I'm just doing this b- because I feel lonely. And I noticed like I was swiping like while I'm driving, and it's just like, it's just not, yeah, not serving me. Yeah. So, good. Yeah, that that Bumble driving while swiping because you're changing neighborhoods and just tra- <laughs> <Yeah>. navigating <laughs> through LA, and you're like, I wonder who's in Silver Lake. Exactly. I want- <laughs> Ooh, I'm in Marina Del Rey for the day. <laughs> Let's see some West Side action. <laughs> It's it's disgusting relaying it that way, but I I guess in general I'm you know I, as I said like I'm meeting amazing women and like the dates are are really solid. I think I'm just not in a place to like be open enough to commit mm-hmm. right now. Like I'm I'm just not in a place, and I'm I so badly want to be there, and I'm sure some audience members like can re- relate to that where they're like I just want the thing I want. The companionship i want somebody to have me like we said in the mm. last episode but it, it's like you can't i don't know you can't force it and then i fight with like well it's just fun and it's that but it's like it's feelings develop quickly like things happen fast and i i just don't want to i don't want to hurt anybody and i don't want to hurt myself and i i don't know so that's just kind of where i'm at such a good guy. you on that yeah Thanks, guys. Um, if you're listening, just shoot single girl dad a message whenever you think of it and just say, no dates, no date, Bobby. Just just remind him. Keep him accountable. Yeah. If it's or, or just like message me and be like, hey, how are you doing? Are you doing well? Because there's <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with a little like message. I, I have been getting some messages and I, I see all of them and I appreciate I appreciate them. So, I mean, you guys have dealt with this. You've been like internet people influencers for a while and like jordan you use that word okay content creator it's better okay like how how many dms like have women slid into your dms jordan yes and what is how does that make you feel uh sometimes good sometimes it's it's not like of interest but like i respect the the approach um, I mean, I said in the last episode of like the, uh, the season of life that I'm in is just like, shoot your shot, like go and, you know, send that message or go say hi to someone at the bar or the coffee shop, like go, you never know. And it's much better to throw it out there versus the regret of just like, man, I didn't have the courage to just like say what's up at the minimum, just to say what's up. And then there can be, uh, you know, wherever the vibes take you from there. Mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, especially cause like the virality of my videos with like the dogs, a lot of my DMS were people in other countries or just like people in general who are like, I've rescued seven dogs myself and we're here and I have like four chickens and a whore. And I'm like, it's awesome. You're really great. But like, I love animals too. But like, do you live in Argentina? Like in a, like, I don't know what you want me to do with that. Like, or that's the dream it's, it's a farm in argentina that it is true that would be really nice um should i i'll, I'll find that dm real quick yeah. um but yeah it's 
you know, it, it's exciting when it's someone that like sparks your interest. And then other times, like it's a little bit of an ego boost. It's nice, but um, I don't know. I, I, I think going with that ego boost, it's like that. I, I do feel like that's what the apps kind of are. It's like you get that little dopamine hit when you match with a pretty girl and you're just like, oh, okay. I, I guess I, I'm cool. I'm hot. I don't know. How often, so Alex and I have talked about this in the past, like how often are you seeing a person, the, the reaction and the joke that we say is that we'll shut it down for this person. We'll <laughs> delete the apps immediately. We'll, you know, block social media. We'll, we'll do I hear that. that from you like once a week, Jordan. <laughs> I fall in love three day times I, a day. Like yeah, it's, yeah. I'm in a, I'm, I, I want the relationship so bad and I still have so much self-work to do at the same time. Like the people out here are just stupid, beautiful. And I'm, well, you, you, your work is more on social media than I think I have one foot in it and one foot off. Mm -hmm. And I wrestle with that. I'm still wrestling with that, but you're, you're so in social media. No, no. So like that's good and bad. It's, it's good. But also one of the, tough parts is that you're exposed to so much more, mm -hmm. just more stimulus, more people in different places. And so, yeah, more opportunities to fall in love and, and, uh, yeah. What does love feel like? Oh, you've been in it. Is it I wish I could sing better. This is where they do skyrockets. Yeah. 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 Skyrockets in so flight. I had something that I was going to bring up too along these lines of um, this is just a very real thing. Um, if you get to a point with someone, wherever that is in the journey and you, you know, you like someone, right? You like someone. Okay. Okay, cool. We're off to speed. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's another degree, at least with me, there's another degree where you're like, okay, now I really like this person. So the like, you know, period is amazing. You like them. They're cool. You want to go on dates. You want to get to know them. Amazing. But then maybe something happens. You see more of them and you're like, wow, this person's great. Or they show up for you in a certain way. And you're like, okay, now we're entering into like really like period. And beneath really like period is like love. And it's an interesting thing because I guess what I'm circling here is there's a bit of bravery or vulnerability to going into that deep like and then love because you're basically stepping into, okay, like this might be wonderful. And also I might get crushed. hundred percent. I mean, the, the, it's, first of all, it's, a, I've always identified it as like, it's just going to happen. And it's just a feeling you, you like transform from like to deep, like into deep love. And then when I recall back to how I fell for Noel, it was just like, oh my, like, it was just like an, oh my fucking God. And I, in my adulthood, you know, I'm 10 years, 11 years older than I was when I met her. It's like, it feels a little bit more, like it has to be a little bit more conscious. Like it's, it's almost a choice. And then when I find myself making the choice of moving from like to deep, like to love, I'm like, what is this? Can there be, can there be more of the spectrum? Like, I think because like is very casual, not many people talk about deep like, and then <laughs> like the difference between like and love just in society is very heavy. 
yeah. and maybe maybe deep like is you know when you're in middle school and it's like but do you like like me you know like more than a friend um and can there be more of a buildup? but at the same time can we also i've been trying to get more comfortable um around telling people um i love them the people that i do truly love and every day in my journal i end with love you um mm -hmm. a is just like a you know, positive self-talk and all that kind of stuff, but just being more and more comfortable around that, especially like it, it, it was, I was thinking about it earlier this week about how early on with dating with girlfriends, introducing my parents, I was like, this is such a big deal. This person's meeting them as my girlfriend. And uh, I would say I've had like six actual girlfriends in my past who have met my parents and then other just like girls who are friends who met my parents. Like just once you get more comfortable with something, it doesn't seem as intense. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? I, I don't want to disregard the feeling of love towards someone because that is deep and intense. And that actually is a big thing that um, it was a, a big note that I took when reading the game as he talks about love. Um, and so I'll let you go and then I'm going to find this note and, and circle back. Um, actually, I just found it. We have this idea that love is supposed to last forever. <laughs> Keep going. I, I is this like the three it... of us, if, if we could just do a quick check-in for the Still Single team. <laughs> it is a Thursday morning. It is September 1st. We're all in different stages of life for sure. We have exciting things going on. We have you know, we're a little sleepy, but we're all like, we, we're just like, we're lovers. Like the three of us are lovers searching for love. And if you can resonate with that, like, wow, just, we're glad you're here. That's all we're I want to say. Here. We're glad you're here. Thank you for sharing your hearts with us and your earballs. Can um, I, I want to give a little color commentary of, uh, so Jordan pitched the game last week for us all to read. By Neil Strauss, the game. Yes. New York Times bestselling book. It's, it's a great book. I probably provided a little resistance at the time, but I wanted to go with it. That resistance has, you know, Jordan's checked in on how my progress has been with the book every day and it hasn't been great. No, I, I, I was very conscious to not check in every day. Okay, I fine, was just fair, very fair. aware that you guys weren't <laughs> because no one was asking about it. And you guys weren't like, Oh, I really like, I, I just wasn't going to bring it up of being like, I'm not your school teacher, but we're committed to this and we have a podcast recorded on Thursday. So on like Tuesday, I was like, okay, realistically, yeah. where are we for me to prep for this? Yeah. To talk about Alex and I, by the way, texted offline the chat of just like, hey, yeah. man, where are you with this? <laughs> <laughs> like, Weber's like, I've 0, 0.0. I haven't read any. And I'm like, I'm a hot zero right now. I feel like the student, this is just owning it. I have crammed. I have crammed. And so like, it's going to be high risk, high reward. Cause there's some answers here. I'm going to knock out of the park and then you're going to catch me on some. Yeah, for sure. And, and at the same time too, like in the back of my head, I was, I, I was, I was definitely a little frustrated about it. Cause I like asked you guys along the way, like, do we want, we don't have to, this is just an idea. And if you don't want to, I'm not mad. And I Alex did. and I, the people pleaser in us, we're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah. Go. We're gonna, oh, we love this we book. And, and also at the same time, me realizing that not once in high school and or college did I ever read a book and just did spark notes. So I'm just a, like, and I got away, like, and so yeah. it was a little bit of this balance, but we, we are, I'm trying to push us to be more connected. And there was great value out of reading the book. And 
we'll I see agree. If we can get to the truth next week, but let's just worry <laughs> about the game right now and how this goes. So in, yeah, for, for our audience, let's, let's set up the game and let's set up. So in our last episode, Jordan challenged us to <laughs> challenged. He, he just said, can you guys please read? Like, a book? Hey, what do we think about this idea of this very polarizing book around like yeah. the game, which is guys picking up girls. It's literally a book about what they call each other pickup pick artists. artists. Right, right, right. And so, you know, I, I've, I'm about a quarter of the way in, um, and I, I've been able to connect with the author, Neil Strauss, and like what he's going through. And just to set up Neil Strauss a little bit, like he's like this five foot six, five foot seven bald guy who, you know, slept with maybe a handful of women into his late twenties or early twenties. And he, you know, just fell into this club of pickup artists. And these guys were closing numbers of like, just like the hottest girls imaginable. And he self identifies as like this nerd. And he's like, not a hot guy by any means, but the book challenges this, this concept that you can like build these set of tools and pickup uh, lines to like get any woman. And it works and it's, it's kind of impressive. So, uh, and also kind of cringe. I mean, there's definitely like a lot of cringe moments. But, yeah, the um, book came out in 2005. So probably most of it happened in like 2000, 2001-ish, maybe a little bit later into, like it takes a little bit for a book to get published like that. But at the same time, yeah, there's, there's a lot of cringe to it. There's a lot of like Me Too stuff where you're just like, that's, yeah. that's not it's cool. It's dated. Yeah, it's-, it's a little bit, but there is interesting elements. Um, so Jordan, what are, what are, why don't you kick us off with like a prompt or um, one of your takeaways? Look, kick us off with a quick book summary. Well, well that was it. We, ju- we just did. We, I just, no, I just summarized it. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Derek, we just talked about this. Page one. Um, so I, I, like going off of the talking about love and how that all is, and, and here's a note that, that comes with it is love is free flowing. It comes and goes when it pleases minutes, days, years, however long it is. And so don't fear love when it comes, but also don't be surprised when it leaves. And so us talking about like love and that was a very powerful thing to think about it. And it goes back to us discussing about short-term relationships versus long-term relationships versus one-night stands versus just however that flows of just understanding that love can come and go, but also finding that partner and building a life with are two different things. Yeah, it's so interesting. And I, I guess even to like what I was bringing up earlier about like, you may have a wonderful experience with someone, but also by loving them or deep liking them, you're exposing yourself to being hurt by them. Right. I'm also kind of reminding myself, I guess, at this point in our journeys, I don't know, we've all made it through a breakup or something that has really been like the ending of something that meant a lot and hurt us. Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm saying is I really don't want that again. Like, I just don't, I don't want that. It's a really horrible experience. Well, can I get your heart ripped out of your chest. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it sucks. But I guess, you know, to that quote of like, love, you know, flows and all that it, we can handle it, mm-hmm. you know, but, but then also the book talks about to get a woman, you have to risk losing her. How do you feel about that? I remember oh, wait going back just yeah, yeah. before going back to just the flow of love. It's yeah. like surrender. 
I've been I've been working with the word surrender a lot this yeah, year. It's yeah. in our bag. Surrender. Surrender. Yeah. Just surrender. God's a good word. You. Yeah, it hey, is when, a good when you're using that voice, who's the person what is the person like? So her name's as? like Becky. She's it's a like, woman. Sure. Or it's like a that. gay guy. No, I don't know. Oh, okay. I no, that's no perfect, idea. dude. I was just curious as to maybe it's like I think, Mitchell. I think Mitchell. that you're I think it's a wise move, dude, because I don't think you'll receive any backlash uh like you know making fun of being offensively flamboyant yeah i think it's like i think it's like a smart good move that that's why i i I truly think it's a becky she's like i'm just i've heard it from so many guys to surrender i mean surrender's in the aa program surrender's a huge word and i i have been dealing with it so when you think about the love the flow of love and it just you know you can't control it and it comes and it goes it it goes to this point of like well do we operate better or at a higher frequency when there is more love in our lives? And if the answer is yeah, I believe yes. I believe when they're when we're surrounded by love more, we we operate at a higher frequency. And then the second question is, since we have no control over that flow of love, when there is less love in our life, how do we provide ourselves with more love, with self-love? Because that you actually can control. Yeah, I, 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 that's a great question. And I think that's where that's where me having that positive self-talk and journaling every day and ending it with love you and doing... No, I know, just love you. Just love you. Yeah. So you do you mean it though? Because usually yes. when there's no I, it's like, I don't really mean it. Um, it's it's weird for me to write in my journal. I, I rarely, I when writing in my journal, I actually say we versus I. Ooh. That's interesting. Yeah, that makes that's sense cool. though. Cause it's like me and my subconscious, I guess, or just like a more just inclusive thing. You're almost like the person living life. And then also the observer of you living life. Yeah. So I guess if I ever like go back and read any of it or doing something like that, it's, uh, it's like past self and future self. Dude, I think that's great. You do that. I know I need to do it. I don't like handwriting and that's my, my biggest, like, and I guess I could do it on the computer. It's, yeah, it's it's because of my thing. Because you carry so much tension in your hands, you don't know how to write. <laughs> you just break every pen that you pick it's up. Just... <laughs> hey, can dude, I borrow a pen? Dude, there was a while where people would give me sheets, like whatever, a piece of paper, and they would always get them back, and they'd be crumpled and like. <laughs> dude, triggering moment here for you. No, it's all good. It's all good. Self love is tough. Self love is a toughie. It, it's a practice. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't come naturally to me. I think uh, negative self-talk is what comes naturally to me. Mm. And I, I've gotten, I've gotten a little bit better of like surrendering to that um, as much as I can. The game. So I guess, I mean, basically it's, it's like, you know, it's better to live love than love and lose than never love before. I mean, I don't know. It's a toughie. It's a toughie. Somebody told me that after my last breakup and I was just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's there, like, you know, as Shakespeare of- says, it's better to love and have lost than to have never loved at all. And yeah. I literally was like, fuck you. <laughs> like inside. Yeah. 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 There's no. definitely a time and place to hear stuff like that where it might resonate a little bit more. But I think also that's 
when quotes like that get so overused that you're just, it, it does, there, it's hard to even resonate, even if it is true. On this line, what do you think of this? I've always thought about this from that song. If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. I've like, I've like never um, totally, like, I kind of understand it. I mean, I it's a rolling is stone that talking song. about self-love, like love the one you're with, you're always with yourself or is it like maybe you're with I mean, I, I thought it was like, if you can't be with the person you really love, whoever you're with, love them. Is that the, wait, is that the can't lyrics? Be with the one you love, love the one you're with, <laughs> love the one you're with. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you can't, um, first of all, it's <laughs> if a, I can't have you, it's, it's a Stephen Mills song, not a Rolling Stone song. Who's it by? <laughs> Stephen Stills. Okay, I can't reach my DSR. Stephen Stills. Dude, hold on. What about all the nicknames that they had in the game? Style, <laughs> mystery, yeah, or, or or the acronyms? Yeah, um, the Pua. Was, yeah, because Jordan's got a guitar behind him. Alex, we know you didn't read the book, so you can't just yeah, deflect can't. by re, by playing guitar. So, so there's a there's a few things that I want to talk about, and and Rob, dude, I have it? all these study guides open. I'm so prepared. Okay. Dude. So, so speaking of the acronyms with the IOIs, which is an indicator of interest. Yes, IOI. What the, yes, and so what they talk about when initially um, connecting with someone is that when you get three um, IOIs that you can then like, that is the next level of like, okay, this person truly is interested in me. So whether it's not like you tell a joke and they like, you know, hit you or like touch your shoulder, do things like that, open up to you a little bit more and have interest, introduce themselves. So one of the things that they talk about is that when um, approaching women is that they never introduce themselves first. Is that when a girl is like, hi, I'm Cassie. And then you're like, that's an indicator of interest that they're willing to give you more time and all that kind of stuff. And so um, I, I guess like when, when talking to someone new, what are some things that you are made aware of that either you do that like shows that you're like, Oh wait, I'm actually really interested in this person or, or that you pick up on um, that other girls do. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely like a compliment. Like I will compliment a woman immediately um if i rob is crazy direct i'm crazy direct and i will just but it's but it's not in a creepy or like it's it's a very genuine i've actually like i've seen it i'm like oh that's like a nice way to connect with people i i usually i mean i genuinely compliment oh i really like your necklace that's so pretty where'd you get that um i love your shoes great pants wow those are great pants i have a line. i have a line and let me test it on you guys i i'll since i'm tall i'm six three I'll be like, uh, unsubscribe. I'll ask, I'll ask a woman, especially if she's wearing heels, I'll be like, how tall are you in real life? And girls really like that. That's playful. And, that's fun. And then they'll be like, I'm five. I'm actually five, five. And, I'm, and then I'll guess heights, which is really, I don't know if it's cool or not, but I've had plenty of, I'm, I'm gonna, well, that I'll be TikTok like, was so accurate of just going on a, a, it was POV going on a day with the tall guy. And she's like, so where'd you grow up? And he's like, I'm six, three. And she's like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> what do you do for work? Yeah, I'm six, three. That you are amazing. Um, and how many siblings did you have? I'm six, three. I'm six, oh, three. this guy. <laughs> Is it, 
I've I've had I've had um, women like take take off their shoes in public to show me how tall they are in real life. It's fun, and I'm just like, oh, you're beautiful. Like, do you wow. do like a side by side thing or like? Do yeah, you... I'll do a side by side. I'll you know be like you kind of like size them up, and it's I, I find that it works. And then they they are always like, oh my god, you are so tall. <laughs> and then what else gets taken off from there? After that, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. We're just spicy boys today. I feel it. There's just spice in all of us. Weber, what are you thinking, dude? Nothing. I'm not thinking anything. Talk, talk, yeah. I, what, I, what did the spark? I mean, I, tell I, you I about this. What was your takeaway from the spark? Notes? Okay. Yeah. Why don't okay. Why don't you review the book that that you okay. read that you haven't read? All right. Hold on. Take us through Hold the on. game, Mr. Quarter of the way through on Audible. <laughs> I've listened I to listen two to the, hours yeah. of the audiobook. Okay, okay, okay. I listened to it too. There's no shade in audiobooks. I think, and I think my look was like, there is a, there's an arena, which you guys are good guys, uh, but there's an arena of this like hitting on girls that is, uh, I don't know. I mean, we are, we're like bridging the gap between two worlds. Basically, I guess I'm saying like, the making fun of the girl's voice. And I'm not trying to be that guy, but it's just like, if I didn't know you, Rob, at that and the gay voice, I'd be like, this dude's a douche, but you're not a douche. You're a great guy. So that's what my reaction was, is that I, I think like we're flirting with this line of like trying to, we're, we're like critiquing this guy's book. Who's like, how to, how to like have sex with girls mystery are you no. kidding me, mystery? Well, Alex, if, if you had read the book, no, 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 no. I, I have thoughts on the value because right now you're become you're coming across as being an alpha male that they said that they often deflected on by you putting down all the other people. So maybe I'm not putting all right. Maybe fine. you're more on the outside. Here's here's this. how I know that I'm an alpha male. In the words okay. of, of of mystery or whoever the hell said it, yeah. I smile. Uh-huh. Uh, your smile so thank good. you thank you you do thank have you. that smile you just said that last episode okay. gosh guys uh i'm confident alex uh-huh. is literally scrolling through spark notes yeah. <laughs> and he's they're my notes he's they're my notes in the microphone oh, okay sorry sorry i got worked he's... up uh the other one was well here's my thing with it uh okay two things you asked my opinion this is my opinion i i, I love this by the way i'm enjoying Boy. watching okay. you struggle <laughs> One, there are some good things. There are some good things of like social dynamics. And, and I hope that this helps people. Uh, no doubt that having a smile, what do you say? Co- smile, confidence, sense of humor, being a social life of a party. No doubt that those are going to help you. Yeah. I also think the danger of a book like this is that for someone whose framework or their how they are as a human being doesn't match up with that. You're going to try to strive for qualities that aren't true to you. And maybe there's good ones like, okay, maybe you could smile more. That's super doable, but maybe you're going to end up trying to be someone that's really not you. And you're going to be this false deluded version. I've also met plenty of women who are like, oh, you're such a good guy. Like, I know I shouldn't, but like, I really am attracted to dickheads. Like I'm attracted to asshole guys. Mm. I've been on, I've met several people who have given me that feedback. They're like, you're a good guy. And like, I know it's not great, but like, I'm really attracted to assholes. So I I guess, and like, I have a friend who does not speak. I remember my twenties, we would go out. He does not speak. He doesn't smile. He's just, but he looks like Leo DiCaprio from The Great Gatsby. 
Like he looks like a Kennedy and women would just like flock to him. What I'm getting at is I think these books that are like, and I'm not shaming on, I know you're, you're not Neil Jordan. So don't, you know, I think the, there's good takeaways, but I think, you know, they're like, one, this is how you do it. And he's talking about peacocking and like wear shiny jewelry. Many of the women that I've been really interested in are not going to go anywhere near a guy that has shiny jewelry. That's just not going to be attractive. Okay. To so first of all, snaps to you. I think Thank you've you got good spark notes review of the Thanks. books. Cramming. Like, Hashtag cramming. Uh, okay. You've done an okay job. I will say that I had an, an initial reaction to Neil Strauss of like, this guy's a tool at first. I was like, I don't like him. I think he's like, thinks he's cooler than he is. But then what I, I st- when I started buying into him was when he said how nerdy he was and how unattractive he was and how he needed to go through this transformation. So there's a difference between some guys that like literally never got laid in high school, didn't have a girlfriend, which Neil Strauss says he is, like he was that guy, to then go through this transformation in this program and almost feel like you're getting invited to like fight club with Brad Pitt and you're like in this new circle, I can see how it can be cool. That said, it's I'm in the place of like, it's getting a bit cringy where you have like mystery putting on like platform boots and a spike backpack walking around, just like getting every woman to look at him. And I'm like, where, but where, who's the authentic self? But then it goes into like, well, when you see those extravagant people, like are, is that their authentic self? And is that true to him? And does that give him confidence? And if it does, I can't really hate on him for wearing, you know, crazy shit. Can I offer one tangential? Cause this really applies. I was at some, like, it was a super cool, like community in the Hills of Los Angeles. I've only in my like nine years in LA, I've only been to maybe three things where I was like, Oh, this is like LA party. Like, yeah. Like cool as fuck. Yeah. And it was this thing. It was this really cool, uh, like conscious community. And they would have really big people come in and give like living room talks. So it was like, that was like part of the coolness. Um, and I remember, I'm going to forget her name, but her and her husband were both like famous author people, whatever. And she said something, which it's, it's all aligned here. She was like, you got to put yourself in a position where you shine. Meaning like, you know, Rob, it's your film. Jordan, it's your adventuring, you know, like it's, um, it's playing to your natural assets where like you are in your element and can be attractive, like to other people. And I don't, you know, it's not the easiest thing for everyone to do, depending on where you're at, but there are, I think it did, it always stuck with me. That was like years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think like opportunity, like there's no you know, luck is like opportunity meets preparation and, and all that kind of stuff. So putting yourself in an opportunity to, uh, in a scenario to win where you feel most confident and you feel most comfortable gives you like, you think it's luck, but it's, you know, no one's an overnight success. Truly. It's like 10 years of grinding that you just don't see. And then they put themselves in an opportunity and crush it out of the park because they've been doing it for so long and, and all that. And so I agree. Like it, and, and I, I think a lot of what you're saying is just very like tip of the iceberg of what the book talks about. I agree Mm -hmm. completely. That's very cringy that like doing stuff so over the top just to get the attention. And there's a lot of scripts and formulaic things that 
come into play. And it, it, that is not the positives of the book. There's definitely positives and there's definitely negatives. And so like, it, it talks about how he gets, how like the idea of just going on dates and just like getting someone's number and doing that, like loses interest over time. And then talking about how, you know, the, we, we just, how the the ending he talks about a, a waves analogy where he's going surfing with this girl that he's really interested in and actually wants to be um, his girlfriend. And he's like, I stay in the front because there's a lot of little waves and I can catch them all the time. But this time I went out to the swell and like caught this really big wave and I didn't realize I was able to. And he was like, maybe it's time to stop getting those easy, small waves, like picking up all these women that fall for the, the script and fall for all this stuff and like the really douchebag stuff that the whole pickup artist game is about mm. and and go towards that thing that is like driving him and not be this like not go off of hey uh, you know I'm gonna be cocky funny here and I'm gonna you know do a magic trick here it's it's really showing this full circle, you know, and, and I'm not being like, this is the greatest book and all this kind of stuff. Like there is just more of a juxtaposition besides like, Hey, if you say these three things to a woman, she'll automatically like give you her number or go home with you. Cause like a lot of it is really, really cringy stuff that like doesn't apply today. I, I will go back. Just, I feel like the theme of the, today's episode is love and the reality is like you can fuck as many people as you want. You can have sex with multiple partners. Mm -hmm. You can go on multiple dates. You oh, can catch all these little waves. But the wave you remember is the big wave. Like the wave that stands mm -hmm. out. You could surf for four hours and you can catch one wave. Yeah. And it's it's not the little one. It's the it's the big one. So I this, like that analogy. Yeah, this this analogy, you know, metaphor is is really good, Jordan, because it's also and Rob, like you're saying. There's also like, follow that out. You take that big wave. You're going to have an adventure. It's you waited for it. You committed to it. You're on it. And you are either going to have this beautiful, like ride the wave of your life, enjoy experience, or it's going to bring you up and crash you down, hit you into the sand. Your board's going to wrap around you. You're going to be struggling for air. You might die. Uh, so it's like, <laughs> been there, been yeah, there hit the reef, yeah. fucking cut it's, up your uh, body. Been there yeah. both sides of both emotionally and Same. actually surfing, getting tossed. And, and so to go back also with the, the opportunity and it's not luck is that, and if the theme of this is love is uh, another thing in my notes was um, he says, since when is it cheesy to be in love? And also the man never chooses the woman. All the man can do is give her an opportunity to choose him. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. That strikes a chord because that goes back to this idea of surrender. It's like, you don't even have, I mean, as a guy, you don't have the control. You don't have the power. It's like you, you, you don't want the woman to choose you. Which I agree. I think it's. I think it's true. I, I remember when I was dating Noelle, and for the first like six weeks, she was like, "I." She's like, "I just. I got out of this this relationship. I can't. I can't date you, or like, I can't be in a relationship. I need to date other people." And I was just like, "Totally. Like, do mm. do your thing." Um. But then there was that moment where I just shared. I'm like, you know, I really, I really have strong feelings for you. I, w I want you to be my girlfriend. And like, she had to decide, like, that she was, you know, in. And, and once that happened, it was like, whew, as we were, we were off to the, to the birds. 
um, and I, I think in my in my dating saga, it's like I've been so pushing for control over the love, over the situation, over my heart, over the woman's heart, over my daughter's heart too. Mm. And it's like I just you you just can't control it. it just happens. Surrender. Surrender. I think I think going back to the wave analogy just because it's such a good analogy and like Alex you bring up the point of like eating shit like if you mm. do catch the big wave you eat shit but I, I don't know audience if you've listeners out there have spent time in the ocean but like the ocean is something to respect and it is something that when you don't respect it you get your ass handed to you mm-hmm. and I feel like in our modern dating culture it's like we are actively disrespecting the ocean like we are con- with the oh, swipe mentality like we are just disrespecting the idea of dating and love because we are just swipe junkies and there's this idea that like we can just fucking swipe our asses off until we meet somebody and in in that vein we kind of we kind of get hurt but the other point i was going to say was you you go for the big wave like you always go for the big wave it's tough though, man. I'm thinking of like, I, I didn't, I've didn't grow up with surfing. I've like dabbled in it in my time in LA enough to the point where it's like, you know, just enough to be dangerous to yourself to do it. Like I, I, I don't know how to surf, but I will say, man, the sentiment of always going for the big wave. Yes, I agree. The actual being in the water, swimming out and like navigating it. And then you see it coming and actually commit into it. I don't know, man. It's, it's I mean, yeah. It literally goes off of what you just said about being like, okay. So like the, I let, okay, you're swimming out and it's like, okay, I, lo- I like you. This is cool. <laughs> okay. Let me get over that first hump of waves. And it's just like, okay, I kind yeah. of maybe like, like you and like, you know, and it's, it all, it all applies. Also, do, <laughs> does this ha- do you guys sweat as much as I do during these episodes? I'm not as sweaty as you, Jordan. So we are sweaty. I've left him out of the promos. The cuts. I think we're gonna have to make like a montage. Here. A super cut. I'm of so just sweaty doing these. Sweaty, Jordan. Is it hot in your place? No, the AC is on. <laughs> like, it's can like I ask 62 you? 62 degrees. In I appreciate body. your openness. You know, do you? Yeah. Does this happen on dates or things like that, or is this something about the podcast? Uh, I think it's just sitting here on the podcast. I don't think I'm a generally very sweaty yeah. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like sitting here in the lights and just like. Yeah, I get uh, that. The intensity of what we're talking about, the vulnerability gets me so going. So I was just three of us. Too. It's nothing else. Like I'm not yeah. I'm very dry all around. Of the three of us, who who's on dating apps and who's not? I think we're all off now. We're all off. As of September 1st. Yeah. So I've been off for four months now if not more wow so this is a no dating app month for still single still if you're listening go one way or the other we encourage you to either delete all the apps or download all of them (laughs) (laughs) or just swipe your little tits off uh (laughs) honestly i i challenge our audience to to uh delete them yeah Fucking delete them. Deleted. Guys, I have, I don't want to derail us because we've been talking about so many things, but it's been so tough. I thought I was going to have enough time to eat before we started recording the podcast. Uh, I didn't. And so I grabbed something to have a snack, but then you both logged on. I have a huge thing of watermelon. Oh my God. (laughs) 
I've I've wanted to take a bite of this whole time. Dude, take let's a bite of the watermelon. Let's talk about this fruit, baby. Yeah, take a bite uh, of the watermelon. All right, fine, Jordan. Let's play the game. But watermelon is my favorite fruit. But I, it's like my favorite food. But I think it's kind of comical too that you're like, I need to eat something. And like, it feels like it's like lunchtime. And as opposed to like, I thought you were going to pull out like a sandwich, no. or like a healthy salad. And you're just like, I have this tub of watermelon that's <laughs> going to be my lunch today. Dude, my buddy Michael's got me on this like, it's a lot of melon. <laughs> just, can can we rob can we sit back for just a second and alex can you just asmr for yeah 20 seconds eating this watermelon yeah all right we audience. These good mics we're gonna do it. we're gonna do 20 seconds of asmr uh watermelon eating our viewership oh, falls off a cliff and never comes back <laughs> i hope this is a good piece <laughs> you gotta make so, eye contact i feel so self-conscious i feel you got to whisper us, lead us into it, Alex. Like you're well, all right. So I will consider myself to be a watermelon connoisseur. No, no. ASMR. You got oh. get closer to the mic. I consider myself louder, <laughs> louder and closer. This watermelon's pretty good. <laughs> Is it enjoyable? Do you not hear yourself? <laughs> Dude, why do you eat watermelon like a baby bird? How do you eat it? I like eat it. Have you ever listened to ASMR? You got to like get like sloppy on it. Like you got to like make sounds. It's watermelon. It's, it's exactly. one of the, That's it's one of the most sexual fruits imaginable. Is it? You, yes. You, just because you, you eat it every day, you've normalized it. Watermelon wait, is... Do you no not one says, know what ASMR is also? Yeah, do you not? I've never know listened to it, but I, I see it. People eat like burgers on a microphone or something. You You've never not, experienced you ASMR. Notes, you... <laughs> oh. no, Why do you keep making it quiet? The whole idea is to make it loud. I'm not. Here, let me give you, let me give you I'm an I'm sorry example. to the audience. Right, for I'm, this. Drinking, I'm drinking an iced... We're doing latte. a bit here. I'm drinking an ice latte. ASMR stuff. There's so much ice in this ice latte. It's so cold and wet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it now. I just don't think watermelon is well suited for this. You don't slurp. All right, your turn. Your turn. Okay. I'm going to eat watermelon. <laughs> no one eats watermelon. <laughs> we can't hear you. What is... How, why are you chewing quiet? All right, we tried it. It's watermelon. It what? doesn't, it doesn't uh, have a, a sound profile. Maybe you're, you're just not a big ASMR kind of guy. Yeah. That's all right. We tried. Anyways, we tried. Honestly, that was enough watermelon to just kind of get me back in gear. So thanks, everybody. You're refreshed. Um, should we, refreshed. Let's go to some questions. We have some questions okay. from the audience. All right, this is from Marlene. Here we go. Okay. Hi, 
Alex, Jordan, and Rob. Uh, my name's Marlene. I just wanted to tell you guys I really love your podcast. Um, I've definitely binged listened to it over the last few days. Um, you guys are all super funny. I love your honesty and your vulnerability. Um, thanks for normalizing talking about depression, dating on apps, not drinking, um, coming from someone who in the last year has really cut drinking out of her life. I appreciate that. Um, but I do also have a question for you. I'll send it in another voice memo. Thank you for saying that. Binging it is one of the kindest things. I would like to know, what are your guys' thoughts on random DMs from ladies asking you out? I'm sure that you've all experienced that, I would assume. Um, Is it weird? Is it creepy? Is it not cool? Or is it awesome? Have you responded to people's random DMs? Have you gone out with any of those ladies? Um, I would like to know your thoughts. All right. Also, gentlemen, one more question. So Rob is 6'3". That's mentioned every episode. How tall are Jordan and Alex? I'm curious. Let us all know. Bye. Tall enough. Marlene, thank you so much for sending in those questions. Um, Yeah, if you guys didn't hear, I'm 6'3". Alex, how tall are you? I'm 6'2". I just don't make a fuss about it. You're not 6'2". Are you on I would never tell you that you're not 6'2". If that's what you <laughs> wanted to be, I would never say that to you. I am six foot. Okay. Same. Yeah. Jordan, you're not six foot. How tall do you feel? How, do you want me to get a measuring tape right you now? You are 5'11", Matt. Get a measuring tape. Get a measuring tape. I'm... Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to take a photo, send it to the group chat on top of the fact that we'll post it everywhere. I need to be I need to be there for the measurement because I, I don't I'm going to be in LA next week. I say we take a height trip just to confirm heights. Yes. Weber Great. is Alex six. come to Joshua Tree next week. Um all right, so so back to the question. Back to the question. Have this we is... ever Yeah, go. Have we ever had a woman slide into our DMs and gone on a date with her. Uh, I, I'm curious, Jordan's taking this. I have, I have like a slight tangent on, not not tangent, side note on it. Like, uh, yes, people have slid into my DMs. I do think I've gone on a date with someone. I've also like, listen, I've been someone to slide in someone's DMs too. So I see both sides. I've also politely said to some people, if it's not a fit or sometimes people live in different places and some people have been totally cool. I've also had some people like take offense to that. Mm. And I think like, you know, I think part of taking a shot is to not take it personally too. If it's not a fit, you know, so if, if we walked up to someone at a coffee shop and we asked them out and they weren't interested, I think part of it is to not take it personally that they're not, it's hard, but I think shoot your shot and, and whatever happens, you know, know that, know that we shot it. But I always think it's flattering if someone reaches out and, and does it. Please reach out. I'm so lonely. <laughs> Please DM us. We need validation. Um, right. All right, Jordan, what do you think? Well, so this is something that I've been wanting to actually bring up um, because I think it, it's, it's great. I, I definitely support it. And um, if you're feeling confident, like 
and have a good opener or want to just like say what's up or, or, or do that, uh, I, I highly encourage it. The one thing that I will say is that um, I will not respond if you have a private account. Um, so if you're going to slide into my DMs, but I can't see who you are or do whatever, because no one looks as good as their three centimeter of a profile picture, those do not correlate. It just is what it is. And if I can't see anything else, I can't learn more about you or do anything like that. I'm not going to be like, oh, let me request the follow. And then if I'm not that, like, that's already then me over committing and, and doing all this kind of stuff that um, if you're going to reach out. Um, I think leave your account public for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> if you I don't agree. Want- Cause there's so many, there's so many creeps on, online. I, so in the last few months I've gotten some DMS, uh, whether it's through TikTok or through Instagram. And I, f- I feel like I'm getting catfished on TikTok by these two women. And I'm like, you're not real. Like this is, this is that. So that's one I'd say always shoot your shot. I, I get some, I get quite a few DMS and it's always very flattering. And I love when people kind of share their stories of like grief or loss with me. I feel like people who are like, Hey, I lost my husband or I lost my boyfriend to cancer and, or I'm a single mom and I'm going through this. Like I, I resonate with you. The reality though is like, I can't, I'm not in a position to like, you know, make your, not make your life better, but like, I'm not a therapist. I don't, you know, I don't have those skills. I just have my life experience and I'm trying to share that as much as I can on my platforms. Um, but in terms of like dating, I've, I think it's totally okay to shoot your shot. And I, I never think twice too much about it. I'm just like, okay, yeah. And if it's, if it, if I feel like it's a fit, then I'll be like, Hey, let's, let's talk. Right. That's, that's what I was saying earlier also is that, you know, sometimes you, you never know and you will only know by putting yourself out there and doing that. So, and that was like the kind of season of life that I was in of both being receptive to it and just kind of like staying high and connecting with the people that like catch my attention. I, so. I will tie this back to the game of like, and kind of give some snaps to Neil and his whole Pua clan. There's no, like they go for it. Yeah. They shoot their fucking shot. Mm-hmm. And I like my biggest takeaway from from listening to a quarter of the book is smile when you enter a room. You're you're in the game. You are in the game as soon as you enter the room, whether it's a restaurant, a club, a bar, a coffee shop, like you're there. You're out in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think if you can radiate more positive energy from yourself, like you will attract new opportunities. That. I, I agree with that. And I also want to like bridge the gap. I mean, something that I and also like beyond dating, just like the world. I remember that uh, when I first started with hosting with American Ninja Warrior, I would go on these, we'd go to these events and, you know, we'd show up at these shoots and because Rob said you're in the game. So I just want to kind of like, you're in the game kind of when you enter the world. Cause I remember I would have like travel clothes on and I'd look kind of scrubby and my hair might be a little bit of a mess. And I was like, but then I'll go up to the hotel and then I'll get all ready and I'll go to the work event later on. And I remember it would always happen. Like the first like time I walked in and like one of the biggest, you know, people at NBC was like right in the lobby when I walked in and I was like, Hey man, great to see you. And I looked like a mess and I, it was just a learning. And now at speaking events, I've like learned that too. It's just, you are, everyone is everywhere. That's something I'll often say to myself. Everyone is everywhere. And like you have entered, you've entered work. Like when you've gotten in your car, like you've entered the date, you know, like 
when you've parked. Like, it's just, I think, uh, not in a pressure way, but just kind of like an owning, like, okay, like you've entered the world. And Sebastian Maniscalco has a funny thing of like, when the world sees you, or when you see the world, the world sees you. So like, it kind of is like, you know, not being on, but just like Rob saying, bringing that positive energy. Yeah. All right. I've got another question. Wait, Jordan, did you, was it a question? It was a question, right? Yeah. I've got, I've got one more question. This is sent in from Melissa. Uh, Hi Rob, just popping over to say, I love your podcast. I'm hooked. I'll be 44 next month. Snaps to that and newly ish single for the last year and a half. I have a question I'd like to hear you guys discuss. What's your take on dating strong, independent women? As a single mom, I'm the caretaker, the pool guy, the go-to fix-it-all person, and I hold down a job. So in order to make the ship run smoothly, I've got to have my stuff together. But I've been told that's intimidating to men, that I've got it together too much. Um, What does the still single trio have to say? J-Town? That that makes me think about a time um, when I was at ESPN and um, I had a really shitty boss and I, they asked me to design a graphic and I did. And they're like, this is too good. Like we, this is, we weren't expecting, like, this isn't what, this is actually better than what we were hoping. Like, and I was like, I'm sorry, are you mad that I like, you asked me to do this task and, and now like I'm getting punished for it in the way that like, this question is, she has her shit together. She has a house with a pool and like, she's being told like, no, you, you gotta be struggling more. So a guy can come in and take care. Like, I'm like, pool, you're, you're, you have your shit together. Like you probably put your, you know, like stuff you're attracted with- to it. Like you, you gravitate. Yeah, like it. I'm not, I, I, I would say I'm way more attracted to someone who has that. And like, I'd much rather, you know, it goes back to the intimidation thing is like, I'd much rather someone on the early end, like, feel a little I need to keep up with the Joneses I need to keep up like do I have my life together in the same way that this so, so does, she, she like challenges you she like pushes you to be the best version of yourself yeah I would want my partner to mm-hmm. do that as a, you I know agree. like I fired my manager recently because she was more unorganized than I was and that's a big issue that I have is disorganization so it's like you're here to like my partner isn't there to be organized for me, but like in that same analogy, that is just like, Hey, I hired you to do this thing. Hey, I'm looking for a partner that's like, has their shit together and does that. So if you encounter any guy that's like, Oh, you take care of the bills and you do that kind of stuff is like, seems like somewhat of an antiquated guy or someone who is just like, not self-assured that should be more of a turn on for someone than it it could be a deflection as well melissa like it could be like they're just saying that to end things or they're trying to find an excuse when maybe in in their heart they're just like this isn't a fit which is a projection onto you like honestly it might yeah it might be a lot of their own insecurities so a guy that's going to be intimidated is a guy that isn't going to feel secure enough in himself his work having it all together. So then he meets you and that gap is highlighted. And then you add on this kind of, you know, I think we're working through it as a society, but this notion of like the man's supposed to have it all together, you know, that for some guys, and I felt glimpses of this, it might be too much and then he'll project or, um, but I think it comes back to that thesis that we've all been saying, like the bottom line is, you know what? It's going to be too much for one person. It's going to be not enough for another person. And the person who's right for you 
is going to think it's so amazing that you are capable and doing all these things. Snappies? Snaps. 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 I have to remind myself that, honestly, because I, I, you know, self-talk, it's like, sometimes I'm like, am I too much? I'm a widower. I'm a single dad. I've got a kid like six, three, I am six, three. I, you know, have an affinity for the notebook. Um, but no, I'm, I'm serious. Like I am in my journey. Um, you can be judgmental. And I, I would just say, Melissa, just to round out what you asked us is like, you're a badass single mom and that is your identity. And the fact that you clean your pool is going to be hot to the right mm. person. Like they're going to be like, she, Melissa fucking cleans her pool so good. And I get to watch her do it. And I love it. And he's like sitting the there with a cup of coffee. Stuff? Yeah. Yeah. We could role play Melissa. Let's go. Well, ASMR. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to do it. Oh, that was, dude, that was, I think you rocked that. I think you rocked that. Do you now, you know, Melissa, we're taking this and, and putting it back on Rob here. What do you say to that voice that says all those things are factually accurate? You are a widower. You do have a daughter. You are a lot. Just you as a person too. Yeah. Right. I, uh, what is the other voice? And you say to that? Well, I, I mean, I, I recall Noel, you know, when I would have my negative self-talk, she'd be like, you know, I'd be like, I, I'm fucking up, Noel. Like, I'm not doing right. And she'd be like, don't talk about my husband like that. And there was just like that's, really, that's really just awesome positivity. And I've definitely found in like some some relationships after Noel, it's like, I've been like cut down by, you know, I've been like told mm. like, you are this and, and almost like gaslit a little bit. And I'm just mm. like, and that gets in your head. So, I mean, if any of our listeners are going through like a breakup, you know, you you take a lot of that negative energy with you and it takes time to clear it um, before you're kind of ready and you have that like self-esteem built back up again. So again, love, baby. It's all self, self-love, love and surrender, you know, just love and surrender. It's definitely a girl. It's Becky. It's Becky. But yeah, I just want to know what's in your head. That's it's fine. Becky. That's good. What is she wearing? Can, can you paint a picture? Becky wears flowy dresses, obviously. And she's got henna tattoos. I get a new one every week. How often are you using that when talking with Leia? <laughs> I rarely talk like Becky with Leia. But I do like a Scottish. <laughs> I'll do a Scottish accent. With what's Leia. the Scottish one? I'll be like, oh, lassie. Oh, you're so beautiful. You're so she like strong. it? She loves it. She thinks it's hilarious. That's so good. Um, oh, little lady. That's what I say. She's like, Dada. Um, Do you well, think Dada will continue for, uh, or is it naturally like, uh, like, does she come downstairs one day and just go, Father? <laughs> <laughs> Rob? Uh, I, I think data will last as long as it's supposed to last. Um, I've noticed yeah. that with parenting, it's like, as soon as you get attached to something adorable <laughs> that you love, it's like they grow out of it. And, uh, you know, she, she calls me data. She went through a dad phase not too long ago. And I was just like, yeah, I'm your dad. 
and that's totally fine. But now it's like back in the data. I doubt like at her wedding, she'll be like, data, come on up and, <laughs> but if she does great, like, I think that's, a, that's fucking adorable. Dada, so. Come up here and kick out Jordan and Alex. This is obscene. They're still single yeah. at they, our wedding. <laughs> why are Jordan and Alex still single at our wedding? Uh, um, but you get a plus one at least. Dude, you will definitely get a plus one to Leia's wedding in 25 years. <laughs> um, well, guys, thank you so much for, for joining oh, us gosh. today. Um, I think the through line was just, you know, self-love, surrender, as Becky would say, just surrender. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, Jordan, next week we're going to read the truth. And it's going to go as well as uh, as this past week. Um, but again, thank you guys all for sending in your questions. Please continue doing that. The best way to do it is DMing us on Instagram at we are still single, and then you can follow us at Jordan Kahana, at I'm Alex Weber, and at Single Girl Dad on we Instagram all, and TikTok. We love when you tag or let us know that you've listened to one that means so much. The questions, and everything, and share with one friend. Maybe they're single. Maybe they're not. That'd be, we'd appreciate the heck out of that. Yeah, share the podcast. Everybody's saying like binge worthy. You guys made my afternoon amazing. Like we really appreciate that. I've, I've seen some of the comments uh, on Apple podcasts. Those are always really good to see. So if you can take 10 seconds to put five stars on Apple podcasts and Spotify, it really helps us uh, with yeah. the algorithm. So yeah, much love guys. We'll see you next week. Love you, mean it. Love you, Mina. Bye. Love you. Bye.